Hopkins. Okay. Hello, Facebook. Hello, <laughs> Facebook land. How y'all doing? It's Tuesday night. It's Tuesday night. It's Tuesday night. <laughs> it's Tuesday night. Y'all ready for this action? Yeah, I feel like I just yeah. seen y'all yesterday. Right. Okay. Is anybody <clears throat> still on a high from last night? Because I am. <laughs> last night was beautiful. And thank you again, everybody who showed up for us. Last night was absolutely uh amazing so we're gonna get into it baby because we got a lot a lot a lot to talk about tonight so tonight we are talking about first wives club by <laughs> keisha Irvin. <laughs> um i started reading keisha Irvin probably about eight or nine years ago and fire fire work 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 so we're gonna start this off with i'm shaquana and i am patrice and we are your host of the black girl book club podcast the black girl book club podcast the black girl book club podcast hey <laughs> and tonight we have the lovely the amazing urban legendary writer miss keisha Irvin with us tonight. Clap it up, everybody. Hi. <laughs> so happy to be here. Hi, Facebook. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Y'all ready to get into this mess because, baby, she got me with this one. I do want to get into it, but can I say something before we get, I mean, just go, go any further. I want to give Keisha her flowers because oh. I, I can't tell you how long I've been with you, but I'm talking about like you are an OG in this, like in that urban literary fiction, like it wasn't many people doing it. And there was you, there was like Kiki Swenson, mm -hmm. um, Nikki Turner, Wahida Clark, you know what uh -oh. I'm talking about. It was just, it was right. I mean, like it was, it was them. And then Ashley Antoinette came along kind of like y'all paved the road for her. Thank you. Yes. Well, we actually came out around the same time. Yeah, I, I feel like I was reading you first, but mm -hmm. it was like it wasn't many people. And I'm talking yeah. about I was with you like torn. You can't even Aww. get that on torn. Mina's joint. Me and my boyfriend. Like that was like some of the first. I've been reading since I was a little girl, but that's like the that's where I like I was a virgin <laughs> that like y'all pop my cherry on this urban fiction. So I just want to give you your flowers. Um, you are a true OG in the game and to have you here. I don't know if everybody else knows you like go way back, but sometimes some of just keep you urban, and it wasn't nobody else. So we are glad to have you here. Thank we, you so much, Patrice. That really meant a lot to me. You almost made me cry because I don't get that a lot. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. That just made my day. Thank you look, so much. I tried to get them to, I was like, y'all download tour. And they was like, we can't get it. What are you talking about? <laughs> but I have it in my, I mean, because I've had it for so long. That was like mm -hmm. one of the first. Yeah. So I'm working on it. I'm working yeah. on it. We're going we gonna to get it on and pop it with them uh, older books. Well, you still got paper hearts. Mm-hmm. That's one of my faves by um Miss Keisha Irvin. You got Dream, baby. They be in here repping Dream like 
But we ain't gonna right. That's why I was gonna say we ain't even gonna start that because they everybody about to be like, when is the third one coming out? So tonight we are talking about the first wives club. Um and I'm gonna start off with a question to the people in the chat. Who was your most favorite male and female person in the book? And your least favorite male and female. You can name more than one. It don't just have to be one because you were either a cool person in this book or you were a villain in this book. <laughs> so did you write it that way to where you had your villains where you knew people were going to hate some of these people? Or, you know, how did you write it? Did you write Almost it? definitely. Because, I mean, it was three different stories. That was the first time I've ever done a book like that where I did three different couples dealing with issues and stuff like that so it had to be drama for all three couples <laughs> the drama was absolutely was insane I was, I was you were stressing me with this <laughs> with the drama in the book so let's back it up just a little bit we like to ask our authors a few questions when they first come on the show and so one of those questions is when did you fall in love with writing reading when did you get the bug to get into this industry actually I was a very very little girl like maybe about five or six my mom used to read to me every night before bed so that's when I fell in love with reading I remember being a little girl we lived on the south side of St. Louis and I was in my mama room one night playing and I was like mama I want to be an author and like five minutes later, I said, I wanted to be a, um, uh, what did I say? I wanted to be a pediatrician. I wanted to be a lawyer, a singer and all of that stuff. And I remember literally saying that as a little girl, but never thought of it again until literally I was in my twenties when I wrote me and my boyfriend. All right. <laughs> me and my boyfriend, go get me. So why is it important for you to write our stories as far when it comes to love and black people being in love representation because when I was a young girl it was just Omar Tyree it was Sister Soulja it wasn't that many then around the time that I began writing that's when the urban fiction um genre just exploded and it you know everybody started you know writing tales from their cities and stuff like that and there was nobody really representing the midwest st louis i remember when i got signed to triple crown i was the only author from the midwest everybody else is from the east coast yep. so i was like how am i gonna stand out amongst all these east coast people or whatever and i knew that you know people here in st louis we speak different we act different and i wanted to tell those stories and also um i wanted to show girls that you can dare to dream that it's more than being a beautician or a nurse or whatever even though those professions are beautiful but you know that's all we were conditioned growing up be a basketball player or be a baseball player like there's so many other things that you can do in this world and I wanted girls to know that you can travel the world and be fabulous and be great and all of those things how do you feel about the industry right now and how it's just like really exploding with amazing urban fiction and black contemporary authors? I love it. I love it because a lot of authors now have control over their work. 
They yes. don't have to go and get signed to somebody else and go through the things that we, myself and other authors went through in the early 2000s where we got ganked by a lot of publishers and stuff like that. Now you can take control of your career and your own narrative. The only thing that I will say that I don't like is that this generation of authors don't understand the actual game of the literary industry. And mm. I feel like they're overworking themselves. We're dropping a book every few weeks. And it's just yeah. like, it's becoming like popcorn material. Like, and I don't feel like as much depth is going into the books as it should be. I feel like every author, when they write a book, they should write this book like it's their last one. You want people to be talking about your book 20 years from now, like you all are talking about my books from 20 years ago. This is actually my 20th year this year being in the industry. So it's a blessing that people are still reading me and my boyfriend and Mina's joined and torn and still referencing those books. And I wish that these authors nowadays would realize that you want to write books that are going to be staples in this genre for years to come, not just something that's going to, you know, give, provide entertainment for right now. You know what, Keisha, I I, want to, you know, speak to that. I think social media um, has a lot to do with it because I literally saw an author post yesterday about, you know, everybody is rushing her. So when you, like when Torn came out, I didn't have an avenue to reach you to say, is it going to be another book? Is it going to be a follow-up? What's going to, what's happening? And to go in your DMs and and, and <laughs> kind of like rant, like, when are you going to do this? But now I think that's part of it too. I think th that it's us. We're the problem. Some of it is we're going and people are on social media posting on their pages for everybody to see. They're in their DMs. Like, when is the next book? When is the next book? And these people have kids, they have families, they have other jobs and so I think people feel, I think that they're rushing. I think we're rushing them. I think that that's part of the problem with it, but we are not getting that. Uh, we're missing that with, yeah, I get what you're saying. That truly yeah, is. I know what I love to say. Let's give these authors some grace. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> one second, you guys, just one second. I'm no so worries. sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Yes, let's give these authors some grace. But yeah, she is dropping some gems tonight. I knew she would. I've actually talked with her in the past, but I knew she would. That's why I asked her that question. But let's get into this story, okay? So from the very beginning, was it the prologue where she was in the hospital? Yeah, it was. I don't know if that was the prologue, but yeah, that was the beginning. That like It opened up with China um, in the hospital after she had been in a shootout kind oh no no it wasn't a shootout a robbery yes yeah, she had been in a robbery so we got china she is in the hospital and i kind of want to talk about each couple okay at different aspects of the book instead of like going back and forth because it's so, hard i was thinking about like how are we going to do that because it goes back and forth it's almost yeah. like we we just so talk, we gotta about talk about each one and then meet in the middle yeah how they combine yes so you have china me and so you have oh, she's china yeah oh okay we didn't know that. You know, look before we get off i got a question y'all didn't know that no i didn't no. know what yes okay. so, i look i gotta remind myself to ask you a question at the end because okay I'm like, i need closure for my life <laughs> China and she is in the hospital after being um brutally I want to say beaten yeah, yeah. she was oh, robbed because so she was with her ex-boyfriend 
Like I kind of wanted to pop, pop, pop. Like, girl, what did you do? But she's with her ex-boyfriend. He's dropping her off to her new um boo or her boo that she's her fiance or yeah. No, he they ain't engaged yet. But he's um supposed to be taking her to her boo and they get robbed. Um, and she gets beaten up. So she is in the hospital. China is this beautiful, or if you've ever read any of the books that um, Keisha has written about her in the past, she is just this drop-dead gorgeous woman that nobody can get enough of. <laughs> and and now she's been beaten so bad, she looks like, um, if you ever watched the show Martin, when he had to fight, <laughs> when he had to fight his faith, they, they said that's how she, somebody referenced her, that she looks like that. That's how bad she got beaten. Yes, right. So Dame, her boo, comes <clears throat> to the hospital to be with her. And so I do not remember him in past books that I've read. So this was my first introduction to him. He was in I don't know how it or what, but this is my first introduction to him. And I'm immediately smitten because he is giving, I got your back, girl. And that's okay? yep. Mm-hmm. I got you. You ain't got to worry about nothing. I'm down for you. I got you. So, you know, he is like taking care of her, like not just being there for her, but caring for her. Like you good as long as you with me. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm smitten by him until. So he's in, he's in the hospital with her, but mm-hmm. she doesn't know how he's feeling because some, cause he has his way of not showing any emotion. So she's kind of scared when he comes to the hospital because he don't know if she going to get jumped on or if he going to love her and she can't see it. But what she doesn't know is that he's feeling guilty and he knows when she's lying or not. So he can tell the story that she's told him is the truth. Right, and we and find out more about that later too. But she knows that he knows that it's the truth what she's saying, and he's feeling guilty because mm-hmm. of his actions. Right. Mm-hmm. So the story that she has is how she ended up in this attack. Is she was in the same her and her ex boo was in the same uh, at the same award show, mm-hmm. and it so happened to end up <laughs> in the same place. And he wanted to talk to her. She went to talk to him, and um, then he ends up giving her a ride to get her to Dame or whatever. So he knows if she told him the story that um, this is the true story. And that I was on my way to you and he just gave me a ride. It was three o'clock in the morning. I didn't want to wait outside for an Uber in the dark. Mm -hmm. Right. He believed her, which it, and it was the truth. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I was not feeling, um, and look at me, I need to give China a pass y'all, but I wasn't feeling it because it was- Why you not giving a woman a pass, Shaquana? It was just giving ditzy to me. Like, how did we end up here? Did you mean to write her in that way? Kind of almost, she gave me like damsel in distress and not really always using her mind. I mean, well, the character's based off me, so that's something that I would have (laughs) done. it's three o'clock in the morning wasn't she because i haven't read for uh first wives club in so long but wasn't she trying to surprise dame by coming home yep she was going and surprising him at his hotel no she wasn't going home she was going to his hotel okay so i wrote that that way because like i said she was trying to surprise him so think about it i'm coming home i just got off the plane it's three o'clock in the morning i'm standing outside by myself you know i don't want to catch an uber this late 
and she's beautiful and, yeah. and you know and and anything can happen to her and in st louis we're like number five in the crime rate <laughs> so and she and she trusts her ex yeah her in la now everything has been solidified ain't nothing happening captain like you can let that go so it was no problem for him to give her a ride right so it was innocent on her part it was innocent on her part on her part and then so then the oh, robbery yeah. happens oh no 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 so what happens is dame so brooke is china's wait, best wait, wait, wait. okay so let's end china's part so that's what happened to china she's in the hospital because somehow she made a wrong turn and ended up in this mess dame is there to be there for her and console her but in the back of his mind, he is feeling guilty because, okay, Patrice, go ahead. He's, he's feeling guilty because of what took place before. So she has a best friend, Brooke. And so, no, Brooke is not her best friend. She's well, her best, best friend. At this point, she's Brooke's best friend. Brooke is yeah. not her best friend. And Brooke, it, it, when you look at it, she's been jealous of her all alone, probably because she's just beautiful and men love her and they want to take care of her. And people like Dame just pop up in her life no matter what. And she always gets the life. And I think Brooke wanted that. So Brooke, some, you know, she's telling Brooke everything that's going on. So she tells Brooke that she's with LA and all of that kind of stuff. Brooke took this information and took it back to Dame. Brooke always wanted Dame. It's just like, why do China get the man? Why does she always get the man? So she went to his hotel. I didn't like this. I felt like this was immature of him. He just took, and he already, your man know when you got a hating ass friend. Your man knows. Y'all, you know, y'all didn't have a man who was like, she ain't your friend. Right. But he know that she's a hater. And so he, she comes in and drop a little bit of jewels. Like, yeah, she with LA, yada, yada, yada. And all, all of a sudden he can't see straight. And so she's like, let me help you. And then his dick fell in her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) But then you got to remember though, it wasn't just her going off his word. Remember she called, he called her. She didn't answer the phone. And didn't he have like a locator or something on her or something where he knew where she- And it tracked her. Yeah. So it was like, it wasn't like she was just lying. He had no proof. So in his mind, he thinking- yeah, she actually is doing this. And remember, he was always a little insecure when it came to her in LA. So it all added up. Keisha, so like when you, okay, I know you say this is, this is kind of like based on you a little bit, but it's like, okay, I'm mad this is happening. This don't mean like get, put your babies down her throat. This don't mean that. How about you go find her and check her, but you got, you did that. It's you like that was your solution. Be involved. His ego was involved. He was feeling slighted. He was mad. He was angry. He wanted and, to hurt her like he felt like she was hurting him. And so you know what? He got some head that he couldn't even really enjoy. Mm-mm. I'm like, if I'm gonna mess up everything, well, well, right now he's mad at China. He wanted to, you know, like kill her, but it's just like, and you don't even hardly enjoy the shit you want her. I mean, I, y'all, I'm stopping cussing. Oh, he stopping. don't like Brooke, so he, he wasn't going to enjoy it. No, he don't he, even like her. So no. why let her do this? But I guess he was hurting China the same way that China was hurting him with this. So then he gets the phone call. He, you know, and, and she was like, she called. She was like, I'm hurt. You know, this, this happened. You know, I'm in the hospital. I need you. And he go to her. 
and now he guilty. He after he sees her, he know and he looking and we'll get to a bigger part of his guilt, but he guilty, he feel guilty because he ain't even wiped his penis off yet. So has any of Nasty you all ever had um a friend or someone who you called a friend who you hung on to for a little longer than you should have? Like Brooke. Brooke should have been kicked to the curb because she been kicking shade and hating. Like you, that's the type of stuff you feel in your heart. Like your gut be like, somebody write about her. Have any of us ever held on to friends for too long? I want to, okay, so since you ladies didn't know that China Black is based off me, I want to make it clear that when you read the first China Black book, China Black, the original, that book was 75% true, 25% make-believe. Oh, shoot, I got to rewrite that. Yes, ma'am. When you read Emotional Unavailable, which was the second book in the in the series, that book was literally about 90% true, 10% fake. The story oh did start getting girl. You're making me feel like we need to end this right now and read them books and pick up tomorrow. Because <laughs> I would have that read tonight. After that, anything that I talked about that had to do with China's feelings towards her parents, her career, her daughter, which is actually in real life my son, all of that is real. I'm telling you guys my real true life in these stories. The issue with her and Brooke, that's real. Oh, now I didn't have a friend. Now she didn't do the, she didn't do that. But yeah, the friendship and all, yeah, that's real. Like when you're reading this stuff, I'm telling y'all what's really going on in my life. How China talks about her um feeling like she's not a good mom and you know the stuff with her daughter's father. I'm telling y'all the real true tea on my baby daddy for real like that's my life for real the chat is saying they gotta reread this because i know i gotta reread yeah, it i'm surprised yeah, like, i thought everybody knew this because I, I didn't know that yeah. did you know that shaquana i did not i did not yeah i think we have anything? another host lacory she is your like she's your main rain one like you like you had a movie premiere i think she went to mm -hmm. it like lucory but she just had a baby and she oh. can't be on but she wanted us to tell you that she loved you but i bet you i love her all of this right lucory yeah. probably know <laughs> I, but i feel like my core 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 readers knew this because i keep it no secret that yeah like india is my son it's just a girl i just changed india to a girl from a boy in real life like china's issues with her mom that's me and my mama that's real the conversations that i put in the book between her and her mom is me and my mom like all of this is real stuff china seeing um india's white teacher <laughs> and um what was that it was either heartless or it was, paper hearts it was such a fucking lady yeah. Um. And she uh went to the school or whatever, and she came across one of uh India's white teachers. Oh, that's real, girl. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 The tea for anybody who didn't know. So, in the beginning of the book, you have China. 
she's kind of riddled with guilt from her putting herself in this position. She feel like she's betrayed Dame. Dame mm -hmm. is riddled with guilt because he didn't cheat on her and got his dick sucked by his by her supposedly best friend. Best friend. Right. So they dealing with this at the beginning of the book. He's still trying to be with her, um, be there for her, and she's recovering, right? Mm -hmm. So in steps this Gerald person. <laughs> who is Dame's sister's, sister's boyfriend. boyfriend. Do we know this when he first started talking? No, I don't think so. Because before that even happens, we're in the hospital still. And she, like, Dame won't leave her China side. He's like, I'm like, he her ride or die. And so she finally gets him to leave because and this, this felt like, girl, what is wrong with you? She wanted to go check on L.A. And oh, so she didn't, she, she broke down. She got a concussion. She can't hardly walk, but she didn't got Dame out the room so she could go check on LA. And I'm just like, I want to shake her, right? Listen, now I'm like, Keisha, what was you thinking? But no, y'all got to realize her in LA. They got history. Really, is, and he's literally the father figure to her, her daughter. daughter and that continues on in the dream series and all of that yeah. stuff so it's not just oh this is my ex or whatever like they're literally quote-unquote family almost you know what i'm saying so she wouldn't want anything to happen to him because if that something happened to him that then affects india her daughter that you know? affects her family essentially yeah. it affects her family so and she goes to his room and she's kicking it i mean like she she's like she crying and stuff because he heard and all of that kind of stuff and then i didn't realize la got a wife why is you pushing up on this woman and then he don't just have any wife she's seven months pregnant she fooled with his baby and he giving this girl rise in the middle of the night you know what my husband i'm like you look follow the uber that's what you do. You follow the dang on Uber. She don't need to be in the car with you. Right. And then the wife still know that he got feelings for her. Now she's over him, but he still got feelings for her. So the wife come in and she mad. Then the mother come in and, and it's, 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 it's kind of coddling China. It was just a whole mess. They in security had to come in and put her out, but Oh, and then not the Corey didn't just send me a message talking about let me in the room. I need to be in the room. She had to be on maternity leave right now, y'all. She said, I need to be in this room with Keisha. <laughs> oh, we, we got you in. Me. Yes, yes we can hear you. Hey, hi. Congratulations. I feel so neglected and left out. I said, let me hop on. This baby needs to go away. I need to hop on the phone with Keisha <laughs> and my book besties. Because Keisha needs to be taking me through it. I know we, I'm getting off the car, but Keisha be taking me through it. I'm Everybody sorry. been going through all week in the group. They talking about how they uh ready to throw it out. They nerves just be <laughs> towed up, especially right. with China and Dame and Mo and all of Boss. Them. Oh, Lord. Keisha, let me start by saying I love you. Thank I'm you. so happy that you are recovering. Thank you I'm so, so much. I'm so happy that you are well and you're in Thank great you. spirits. Thank you. And I know just some banging ass work is going to come out of this and I'm waiting. I'm waiting, baby. I'm waiting. I got some stuff in store. Oh. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Look, she's dropping excited. all of the tea. But she's all the tea. Uh -huh. Girl, have you found your dame yet? Because see, I know. I know that <laughs> so we trying know to black you. you. So have you found to a man yet? 
Hell no. So we can <laughs> wrap up this story. I'm keep on trying to write them into existence. It ain't happening yet. Damn. <laughs> Damn, Keisha. Damn. It's all good. Life is great. Okay, but Corey, but we gotta keep going. We gotta get back in the car. Okay. It's 9 30. Yeah. So that is Chai. Thank you for coming on, LaCorey. Thank you. That was really sweet what you just said. Yeah, she loves you. She's like one of your love you too, LaCorey. And congrats again on the baby. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just don't be ignoring my DMs for now, okay? You know, I gotta slide in them every now and again. Don't be ignoring my DMs. Be opening them and reading and closing them out. LaCorey. Get your tail in a car. I know it, but Keisha and I begin on her nerves, though. That's why she's ignoring me. That's my big sister. Y'all just don't know me. I love that. So the book consists of three couples. So China and Dame, that's their story. That's what they're dealing with. You know, just trying to get it back together after she's recovering and all of that stuff, right? So that's what they are. Then we have Mo and Boss, okay? So Dame is in my, um one of my faves bucket. I liked him. I didn't really... I don't know. Now that I think about it, maybe he should he go he should go in the maybe button. Boss, boss was my man. Like I know a lot of y'all like Cam, and Boss didn't get a lot a lot of time in this book, but I liked him. He was bossed up to me, and he was most definitely husband daddy material. The way he take care of them kids and take care of them, yeah, like Boss pissed me off. Why Boss pissed me off? And so, oh, look, y'all ready for me to tell y'all now? We're Go ahead. Why? What happened, okay. Patrice? There's a few things. So we're going to start. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me, let me set the stage real quick. Okay. So Boss and Mo are married. Okay. Mo then had, how many kids she had by him? I think she got five kids. Four. Five at this Well, she point. got four at this point. I think she is up having yeah, the fifth one. gets pregnant at the end. Yeah. Okay. okay. So she yeah. didn't have these babies. Lord, let us, let me tell y'all. Y'all be having all these kids running around. And your man ain't acting right. It turned into a whole nother thing. So Mo is, I knew from the very beginning, she was dealing with postpartum, postpartum depression. depression. Mm-hmm. Baby, she's not feeling like herself. She's not feeling love from her husband because he working, he making the money, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. It's feeling neglected in this relationship. He's not helping with anything around the house. He was raised to get the money and the woman take care of the house, right? So she's right around the house he's making the money getting the money boss is the money man he is that he's bossed up he is bringing home the bacon but he is neglecting his wife the only thing he's supposed to do the only thing he think he's supposed to do for his wife is dick her down <laughs> and boy was he <laughs> faithfully <And> kids <laughs> that's what you know what when you got postpartum depression and you tired and you taking care of four kids and some of them are toddlers and you got to cook and deal mm-hmm. with somebody mama, the last thing you feel like doing is sucking somebody dick. Exactly. And that's what he always wanted. Period. I'm like, if you don't get that thing out my face. Yeah. That's the problem. It's you like, problem. I got this, this chicken Alfredo on the, on the stove and you got your stuff in my face and he's but that's- this baby crying. That's the reason why I wrote their story like that because there was no way I was going to break them up. Y'all would have killed me if I would have yeah. did. Yeah, like yeah, no. I didn't want them to break. But them. I really wanted to show how some marriages are. You know, you have kids, you have careers, and she did. She wasn't working anymore, so that was a part of her that was gone. She has mm-hmm. all these kids, and then his ignorant mama, and then mm-hmm. feel good about herself, and then you know she doesn't have a mom of her own, so she doesn't have their relationship with his mom, but she does. Yeah. Have- 
her ex's mom. And that causes contention in their relationship and everything. So I really wanted to play on real life marriage. Keisha, also remember you wrote in there that he let his co-worker ease her way in. Yeah. He, oh, no, yeah. not co-worker. I'm sorry. That's with him. For, she worked yeah. for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was her name? Zima? Zina? Tia? Zaya? It was something with a Z. Yeah. Oh, no. Tia is guns jump off. she Okay, so Voss was in my boo bag. Mo, I loved Mo, too. She was a little crazy, and I was side-eyeing her when it came to Quan. But I, I liked her. I liked her a lot. I could relate to her um, and everything that she was going through. So Boss also has a mom, a meddling mom, who is mean to his wife and Fifless. doesn't like Fifless. her. Fifless. <laughs> I, well, I believe boss. it was she could not cut the umbilical cord from Boss. I don't think she necessarily, necessarily did not like Mo. I just think she just couldn't. Stop overly babying her son. You know what I'm saying? Stop being in her business. Like she didn't have no business of her own for starters. So of course, you know, this girl then came in, took my son, and gave him five kids. But you, you know, it's more than that. Me. It's more than that. If you remember, I talked about how she blames Mo for her daughter Sean not being around. Show did read the untold stories. My book, The Untold Stories, I give you a snippet of Sean's story that will come about later on in a in another book. So Mo is part of the reason why her daughter is not there. So the mama not only has issues with her and her son, but because she feels like because of you, my daughter isn't around. So it's a okay. lot deeper than what you guys know. Yeah. You know, I just felt like, you know, leave and cleave. Oh, yeah. I, even if it's your mother, you do not let somebody come into our, my home mm-hmm. and disrespect me in that way. Mm-hmm. His mother was your, borderline violent towards her. And then already I'm looking at boss. Okay. You love her and you know who she was. So, so let's, let's, let's be clear. Mo was a bad, she was, exactly. she was a yeah. baddie. And and she and, and and she could hold her own even in in house shoes and tired. She was absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but with all of that, instead of him just looking at it like she tired, she did, she did, you know, I don't think he identified that something was going on with his wife. I can take that because a lot of times I had postpartum depression and I didn't even know it until I was. Mm-hmm. And so I'm for sure he didn't know how to identify that in, in right. her. But she wasn't a woman who sat around and just was tortured inwardly. She was telling exactly. me, I don't feel right. I don't feel sexy. I'm exactly. tired. Can we get some help? She wanted to hire somebody. He said, I don't want nobody. And he said, no. I help. But then he didn't help her. And then he wondering why she's sinking lower and lower and lower. She's like, boss, I need help. I can't do this. So then on top of that, you bring your mother in. I've asked you not to bring Ask her. Help. She don't like me. It don't matter what it is. If my if my husband wants to bring my mother, his mother here, and I don't want her in my house, it doesn't matter. She can't come. Exactly. I love my mother-in-law though. I'm gonna just say that. But I do too. I love mine too. If, the bond if I don't want her here, it don't matter because her toenails is too long and they scratch my new hardwood floors. If I don't want her here, she can't come. Or I got a question. No. So, Sorry mm-hmm. to interrupt, Patrice. Go ahead. I had a question. Do you think Boss just seen Mo as a trophy that he just had to have? 
Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely, absolutely not. not. You have mm-hmm. to remember that. Remember, he was younger than her. Let's not forget that. Right. Yeah. And um, he came up in a traditional household. And I think mm-hmm. it was just a situation with them where I wanted to write. How many times have we seen it in movies, televisions, reality shows, this same thing happening where mm-hmm. the wife is saying, I need your help. I need your help. And the men are. Dude, this happened, it happened to us. Yeah. Show me yeah. exactly like real, like he wasn't being mean or anything on purpose. He just wasn't really, he was being almost like flipping about it where he didn't think it was as serious as she was right. making it. And so right. they had that big- I'm the breadwinner and that's a big thing because you look at it even to this day, like it's a lot of men who don't do what they supposed to do. But he was like, look, you got everything you want. I bought you the house. I bought you the cars. The kids got everything. So- he I love you. Like, I never I am you. doing I will my never part. cheat on you. And yeah. so he don't realize yeah. that. So I get him messing up that part, but the mother, and then when his when the girl from the job come over there to mm-hmm. the house, first of all, don't know bitch. Why you even at my house? She, ain't nobody coming here. You ain't got none of your employees coming to my house without telling me. We, why is she even she coming, coming to my house? Why is she so comfortable coming to my house? And he then, was a little funky ass. Calling him by but his name. But hold on, hold on, hold on now. We can't get on boss's neck and we can't get on Mo's neck. Nigga, why are we keeping Quan in the background? Okay. I understand that's Cam's best friend, but no. And then quiet as kept, if you read untold stories, I think you know what's, you know what, no, no, no. You're no, you not spending your no. Christmas over there with Quan. And you got his name tattooed on you. That's not where no. you're spending your, you're not, you're not frying no deep frying no turkeys with no stress and take them over <laughs> there, but you can't make me a banana pudding. You crying, talking about you need help. Oh no, we're not doing that either. Mo Why Mo can't that. leave Quan alone? Why? Was, you have to understand that was her family for how many years they was together? They was together for what, 12 years or something like that? She and grew up with that had a baby. And her mom, I mean, his mom was, is literally her mom you know her second mom so she has close ties to this family and her his mother means a lot to her and she needs that for herself because we all know when you read cam and gray's story yeah what type of household she came up in so she in that instance it's like okay you it was more the mama you would say yeah it was more of the mom it wasn't really based on him even though a part of her loved the fact that now you see what you lost you know what right. I'm saying? Right, it right, made right. her feel good, but she doesn't hate him. She always have love. And then y'all have to realize this is based off my best friend, Mo, real life. Mm-hmm. So her and the real Quan are still best friends to this day. She's mm-hmm. still very close to his mom to this day. They laugh and talk about who he's dating now and all of those things. So I really wanted to base it on what's going on in their life right now. Okay. Right. We want to have you on for another show. We're not even done, but we need to keep talking. <laughs> yes. I'm now we're going to have her on for Dream 3. I'm waiting. YouTube, I already knew this is the type of energy she was bringing because this kind of what she do for a living. What we doing right now, this her wheelhouse right here. So this is her life. She was bringing. So that's wow. Boss's story. That's what they got going on. That's another couple in the book. So in walks the whole book for me like i love china dame i was cool with mo and boss but baby this great and guns and cam and cam cam took the cake they brought it okay they they brought it they was the book so you have gray 
who is a plus size woman. She is absolutely beautiful Divine. and a boss bitch. She is beautiful and a boss bitch. And she is messing with, so Guns, I remember from their story, is giving um, Idris Elba. Originally, that's how he did look. Then I changed the way he looked in, when I came back 10 years later. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then who he looked like now 10 years later? <laughs> he was, it was this, this, man. This, It was this guy on um, Instagram that I found. Okay. So yeah. he's fine. Mm-hmm. He's still fine. Yeah. And, but he is a little bit older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is the fuck boy is of the fuck boys he is the leader of the fuck boy community and you want to know why i wrote him like that ten why, years why? Later? it's because when i went back and i read guns and roses he was a fuck boy then i don't understand why in the hell she fell for him then he was trifling to her then a lot of those stories in guns and roses were actually things that happened to me in real mm-hmm. life in a relationship so i was like why is she with him again <laughs> like uh-uh. right so i really wanted to show 10 years later that yeah he ain't changed he got worse why was gray so gullible why did she fall for the okie doke with guns why did she let it go on as long as she did i think the kids the kid for sure because he was a father figure to Aoki. You know, right. you got to think about what happened to her. She was and raped. She had trauma, LaCore. Right. She, she was suffering from trauma and trauma. he accepted her. And then let's not front Ooh. like we all haven't dated a trifling man where you continue to try to make it work. And right. hopefully that he hoping that he changed and I'm going to do this in the third and maybe he'll act right. So she was one of those. You know what I'm saying? And he was a mm. provider. Yeah, he was a he, provider. He, he accepted her through her trauma. He was mm-hmm. a provider and he accepted her child. So those were some very big things. But I think the mistakes that she made is she felt great. She was almost too grateful to him for what mm-hmm. he, he didn't realize her self-worth. In it exactly. all. And so she was so grateful to him. So when the affair started happening, she was like, but he done all of this for me. So exactly. I gotta, I gotta, you know, like, you know, and he's a great father. And he's a great father. I don't know. I, Aoki chair like put him on a pedestal exactly. so she didn't want to break up her she didn't want to break that remember up. how Aoki reacted to her like Aoki would be pissed anytime right. they mm-hmm. argued she was side with yeah. her dad you know what I'm yeah. saying so she didn't want to rock that boat but it was so let remember. let's give guns his just due okay so but in actuality it's fuck them kids Ray gets a call from the school saying that Aoki has gotten into a fight and yeah parents need to come and handle this situation so gray is handling things she is closing her magazine her publication so mm-hmm. she's dealing with the stress of all of that right so she like i got a man this is my other parent here let me call him so that he's not mm-hmm. a single mother i'm yeah, not a single mother so he can go to the school and help me with this situation while i'm dealing with this crisis of my magazine and she calls him and tia answers the phone and Tia says he is asleep. <laughs> he's asleep right now, baby. He gotta call you back, baby. He's asleep. Tia said, asleep. "And stop! Don't call him this early." That is her man. They've been together for what seven years? Hello, you heard ten. Ten. I thought ten. it was twelve, but okay, ten, twelve. It was because yeah, I know it, yeah, it was like double digits. Double digits. Joint. Oh, man, yeah. this is her fiance. Okay, they have mm-hmm. done life together. Okay. And Tia then answered this phone and told this woman that this man was asleep and don't call him this early. 
Did she put the camera on him? He butt booty. And let naked. it be known that baby, he in my bed. He in, the, he, he in his third realm of sleep. He okay, so it's giving belly. Remember the girl answered the phone on belly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's giving that. Like, bitch, don't call my man. This is my man over here in the bed. Okay. Now Period. the girl is what about 10 years? Something yeah, I was yeah, about she 10 young years enough younger. to be where she should she be like his, she could be his daughter. Like right. I feel like she was like 22. Yeah, she was in her 20s. Yeah. About 25. And right. so yeah, that young and dumb age, it don't matter. That young and dumb age, I think you doing something, but you ain't so really ain't doing shit. Off on gray, like don't call my man. Mm-hmm. And Gray is like, but why was Gray coming back? Like, bitch, you got me fucked up. <laughs> she called Gray, ma'am. She was like, excuse me, ma'am. She, Gray, How can I help what? you? Yo, we had so, me and my writing part- partner, Sharita, we had so much fun writing Cam and Gray. Like, that is the most fun I've ever had writing any book because we so would sit funny. on the phone cackling when oh. we would write dialogue. Mm-hmm. Because I was on the phone cackling reading ignorance, just <laughs> pure ignorance. Oh my okay, god. So ignorant. our fact checker is Rhonda Richardson. She always get our facts together for us in the chat. She said guns was 42, Tia was 21. Okay. Mm. Thank you. Damn, that's a hell of an age gap. Really was. Guns was awesome. Uh, that's what I'm saying. He was like at the head of the fuckboy list. Like so. How old was Cam then? Cam was in his 40s too. Or uh, almost forty. Yeah, he was almost forty. Yeah, because he was messing. Not he wasn't messing with Tia. He was messing with Tia cousin. Yeah, Lala. Uh, Lala. Yeah. So he but was. That, that, we ain't got the count yet. Okay, so that we conversation it. though, she they was going at it. I'm like, great. Like you ain't got to go back and forth. But she was just she called her cum bucket and said. I, I probably would have went there too. I ain't even gonna. I ain't even gonna hold y'all. But no, anyway, I, I probably would have too. Guns and gray. Okay, so she dealing with him. She like, I know I need to leave him alone. Then everything that everybody has said on here, that's how she feeling. She almost feel like I almost feel like she feel like she's trapped. Like she wants mm-hmm. to go, but her heart won't allow her to go, or the kids mm-hmm. won't allow her to go, or something like that. Right. So that's where she is. So she ends up having to go to the school to deal with Aoki's situation because Guns is sleep. He is um, You say Guns sleep. He sleep. He with his booty, right? So she got to go to the school and deal with this whole fight thing or whatever. So she gets to the school and it's this fine-ass nigga in there <laughs> with the other kids. So the other kids who got into the fight with Aoki, their uncle who she thinks is their father when she first get in there, is there to help with the situation or whatever. Mm-hmm. And these so twins belong to Mo and Boss. These are mm-hmm. Mo and Boss's twins. Yeah. Their uncle, Hi, Ryan. Mo's brother, is there. So mm-hmm. he's sitting there looking like a whole snack, baby. And Grace, she's trying to be on her professional business woman. Like, I'm uh, Aoki's mom, and I'm here, you know, trying to be on. He like, I'm and mind fuck. you, attitude is on 10 for Cam because Cam, like, why the fuck am I dealing with this shit? Okay. Who gives a flying fuck about they got the fight? And why am I here? Exactly. She, she notices him because he smelled good. And let's yeah, he was sitting he back had, like this. This is how I wrote him. Like, and he had a, his dick print was showing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just imagine he had on some gray joggers. It was just sitting right there on the thigh. It was it resting had, real nice. He had big dick energy like this. 
And you oh. know how them legs be open? He yeah, he had them open and yeah. And I, but I don't know why I saw some Timberland boots that was unlaced, just like a like a Brooklyn type. That's what I saw <laughs> in my mind. Even though you from the Lou and you proud, but I saw Tim's. <laughs> so she gets to the school she's talking you know trying to deal with the principal you know and you know rectify the situation what's going on she's a responsible parent I was feeling that she was like I'm sorry this happened yada 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 Cam is sitting there like I don't give a fuck I will fuck you I mean like just everything he 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 literally told her that he would he literally (laughs) told her he would out of line like I don't care how repulsed a woman try to act but when a fine man say something like that to you you get and you deprived. You got you get over. a thump, and you hurt because if you know what in that same meeting they end up keep going back and forth, and she tells the principal she said, "Look, I just had to close my business." She was like, "My," she said, "My nigga side bitch tried to end me today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she tried to end me today. <laughs> She's like, this ain't the day to be messing with me. I got crabs." No everything so that is their introduction and i was in love with him at that point like i was like girl just leave guns and go with him even though he's very ignorant okay in one part of my mind i was saying run from him because (laughs) he he ain't nothing but trouble at this point he about to ruin your life just like guns and then on the other end i was like girl run to him get get it honey you need it Okay, after yes. all the stuff you done dealt with over here. So when we're introduced to them, did you want us to know that they were going to end up together? Oh, yeah. You knew from the first introduction that this was going to be something special. I loved writing that whole entire scene of them. My One of my favorite parts to write in any book is when boy meets girl for the first time. That's why I always try to make it creative and just impactful. And I felt like theirs was just so different and cute because they're total opposites, total opposites. Like she's Mm -hmm. trim, elegant, probably, but she can get down when it's time to, you know, she's in the corporate, you know, world, you know, she's into fashion. And then you got this street nigga her with anxiety and all types of mental issues and mm-hmm. you know, oh and he don't know how to talk to people he got a chip <laughs> on his shoulder he got daddy he's issues. a distri- distributor for the gonzalez and he got violent tendencies exactly so it's just like what red flag red flag red flag red flag. but what y'all know what a red flag do to us sometimes right that's what i was gonna say but i still would have been running <laughs> like you run through into his arms. Yeah, I, I knew from the when I started crafting Cam's character that he was gonna be special. I knew it. Mm-hmm. You knew everybody was gonna love him. Oh yeah, I knew it because well, what I did and what I noticed a lot of authors do now because of me, and I'm I'm happy, but hey, um, uh, doing character um uh character inspiration photos and stuff like that. But I take it to the point where I'm posting videos, I'm showing you outfits, mm-hmm. I'm showing you houses, I'm showing you mm-hmm. shoes, I'm showing you everything. And so with Cam, he was based off of an ex-basketball uh, player and rapper by the name of Cliff, who passed away um, 
I think it was after First Wives Club, unfortunately. And I never got the chance to send him a copy of the book. But after he passed, his mom had reached out to me because she thought that I knew him based off how much I posted him on my page. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, no, ma'am. I was like, he was just a character inspiration in my book. And I got her blessing to continue to use him as a character inspiration. And I sent her and her daughter books because come to find out her daughter read my books. So I sent them copies and everything. And Cliff was gorgeous. I mean, fine, tall, lanky, caramel skin, tatted up. I if mean, I'm not saying he was a redhead, wasn't he? No, 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 no. He just, he, he had regular, uh, he had a uh, short, he had waves. Yeah, he had waves. Yeah, but he was gorgeous. Like I have a whole cam uh, highlight on my Instagram mm-hmm. page, but he was- I'm gonna be just, looking for that. Oh yeah, he was stunningly beautiful to the point where when he passed away, Cliff, everybody was hitting me up. Like, oh my God, Keisha, did you hear? Did you hear? Like I knew him, like everybody mm-hmm. Okay, so what happened to man. Cliff for real? Like the real Cliff? What he was murdered in real life. Yeah, he was murdered going uh, into a nightclub one night mm-hmm, in Atlanta. Didn't they do a documentary on him? I don't know. There was a documentary on him. He used to date Erica Mena. He used to date India Love. He was really attractive. He grew up playing basketball with um one of these NBA players. I forgot because he almost went to the NBA and everything because he was tall, skinny, or whatever. But like, yeah, his people literally associate him with Cam and the same thing with Ryan from Black Ink Crew. They yes. for Dream. And then mm, to Bria, the plus size model who I uh, crafted Gray after, she knows about Gray. I sent her copies and she gave her blessing and everything. So, yeah. Man, the authenticity. With them characters. You, you, I was like, when I went and I found them mm-hmm. and posted them in the group before I could. But yes, I was like, okay, I'm seeing it. All of them was just spot on. Mm-hmm. So, some of the funny things that was said between Cam and Grace. So they met at the um school and then they re um uh, reconnect again at the club one yeah, night. Because Gray has a a best friend and Gray is more of an introvert. Her friend is more out, and so her mm-hmm. friend talks her into going to the club or whatever. Kima. So that's how they end up at the club. Well, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So 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 they went to the club. Gray got on her Sunday's best. Okay. Now they out at the Let club. Let me tell you something. That 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 suit was fly when y'all saw the camera. You, when I posted it, it was fly. Wrong place. Oh, and yeah. you got on your Ashley Stewart okay. outfit. Gray. <laughs> Gray was in there to go get a check. Gray was in there for networking and business purposes. She was not trying to drop it low and spread it wide. Not at the club, baby. Girl, put a pantsuit on and, and, and a, a pantsuit. <laughs> Gray was about her money, baby. Like a Republican who voted for Trump. Yeah, he said, you fucking Trump supporter. okay so since we're trying to get close to the end of the show what are some of the things that was like super funny or super profound or something that was just like real real cool throughout the um the book towards the end so i'll say let me tell you keisha when you wrote that scene when cam and gray had sex in a garage i know it was Mm. 
I know it was messed up because his uncle had just died. But baby, when I tell you, I was rooting for them, like literally. Period. <laughs> and he tore that ass up sure in did. that garage. Don't you not answer my phone call. Respectful thing she could have done, but I felt like guns deserved that. She yeah. like that. He was like, bring your ass outside. Do not play with me. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine is uh, the, the thing that I just wanted to hit on is when uh, boss was in the club, his wife had told him that this girl wants you. And he was like, no, she don't. No, she don't. And so he lets her massage his shoulders. Mm-hmm. He lets her massage his shoulders. And then, and then he, and he was like, mm, yeah, that feel good. I'm like, this ain't your wife. You don't let nobody massage you. I mean, and then, then, so she takes it further. She come around to the front and Drop it low, drop it. Before he know it, his dick out. I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but that's why I say he loves Mo. LaCorey, when you ask that question, I knew that he loved that woman. He it loved his wife. That, but he loved his wife. He was not, because anybody else would have been like, but he was like, girl, what the fuck is you doing? And then he was like, I will shoot your ass. <laughs> I didn't want no problem. He was My, wrong because after that. Oh, I'm sorry. Go, Lacory. No, no. Go ahead. You, you can wrap. He I'm was wrong that. because after that happened. Okay, so that happened. You let her massage her. You was all wrong. All wrong. He should have fired her. Exactly. He let her keep working there. Mm-hmm. He allowed her to keep working there, and that, and then didn't tell his wife nothing. Went home. Do you think that was an ego thing, Keisha, or do you think he just it just went over his head that he should have fired her? Men are stupid. He felt yeah. like I told you ain't nothing happening. We're gonna act like that didn't happen. We can move forward. Mm-hmm. No, sir. No. Like, huh? Yeah. And then of course I wrote it for conflict, of course. Right, 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 right. right. I think what, want you. what took my heart in this book was when China found out that Dane set her set LA up and she got caught in a crossfire. Oh my gosh, I could not wait to finish reading. It was all a dream to see if you would say something about that incident. So did he? Well, no, no, I'll take that like back. It was in regular dream. It was in dream one. And then dream two, you you know what I'm saying? they You just seem like a co-parenting vibe. You couldn't say if they was together or not, but you know, they here for the kids, that type shit. But I'm going to fuck you while I'm here for the kids. Mm-mm, Keisha. And then gone back home. Don't, nah, uh, we know. That's no, what happened in dream. That's what happened in dream. That's why no, I was no, like, no, oh no, my no. gosh, why did he no. do that? No, no, no. If you go back and read in both books, they're very much together. I stated, though, that they went through a lot to get back to where they are now. It's a whole chunk of story that, of course, you all will get to read once I get to the last and final China Black book. But to get to where she was pregnant, to where they now have Sir, it's a whole story in between that. Okay. Did anything come out with Brooke yet? Or that's, that doesn't tell y'all that. (laughs) <laughs> okay so let's wrap up these people real quick okay so what ends up happening with china and dame is what happened with their story is remember she was in the hospital he cheated on her with brooke she got found out she's pregnant right china find out she's pregnant and everything and so what ends up happening is and i knew this from the beginning from the beginning i knew that, that he had something to do with it what ended up happening was um when they her and her ex got robbed 
he was the one who put out that hit on mm-hmm. so that's why i wanted to ask keisha was it on them or was it just on la was it he- was on la because he didn't know that china was gonna be with him remember he okay. didn't know she was coming home that's another reason why he felt guilty because if he would have known she was with him of course he wouldn't have done that mm-hmm. but, yeah so he was caught up in his ego dane was just caught up in his ego and just wanted la off the face of the earth like you couldn't just accept the fact that la was just you know the blemish and the perfect picture right so that's why i was thinking i thought that maybe he was so mad at her that he was trying to get no Uh -uh. he wasn't okay Uh -uh. okay so that's how and she finds out at the very end of the book and kind of everybody in the uproar because they waiting on keisha because they need to know what happens after she finds out that her husband because they marry now at this point yeah they married and that was his thing i gotta marry her before any of this stuff come out because it will be harder for her to leave me Mm -hmm. if she's my wife and she was pregnant right and And let me say this the part of the reason why i haven't i hadn't wrote the book yet is because we all know i went through breast cancer and all that but outside of that like i said china is based on me so at that point i ain't had no more story right (laughs) so i have her story mapped out and finished but for you know context and to add you know more stuff going on i had to step away and live life so trust and believe listen she got some things going down when 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 she comes back okay so then we got mo and boss so what ends up happening with them is mo as we stated before she had postpartum depression they had this really big blow-up fight she was like you not there for me you not checking your mama for me so guess what nigga and you kicking with with your with your co-worker you ain't handling her the way you should right so she left the whole family. She, After she slapped the dog piss. She said, fuck it, I'm gone. She slapped fire out of syphilis. <laughs> sure said, but let's it. not forget, and this is the reason why I wrote their couple like that, where they both had grievances that were valid. Because he mm-hmm. had to go in on her too, because she had some stuff that she had to deal with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were talking to each other like that. <laughs> Because he broke her down, baby. He broke her down. He did. My goodness, no. But she left, and that gave him a chance. He said, I could take care of my kids. She said, oh, okay. Okay. Say less. Say less. She grabbed her keys in her purse. That gave him a chance to see what she went through on a day-to-day basis. And he, yep. in his head, he thinking, she's a stay-at-home mom. She's not really doing nothing. Now, all of that is left on him. So he cooking and cleaning and burning up food and changing pampers. <laughs> and them kids is like, where is my mama at? Cause you and, is- and, and his mother is there. And his and now he's starting to see what it is that his mother's been doing wrong. And, his, and so he's starting to see, I need my wife. I love my wife. My kids need their wife. Syphilis is over here still assaulting her, calling her all of this stuff. And he was like, wait a minute. I'm not, he, he was like, I, she ain't going to be too many more bitches or all of this kind of stuff. But I'm like, that's what you should have did when she was here. You should have been there. for her to leave for him to see that. Yeah. So, and then he did see it and he put his mama out. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what it takes sometimes to detach that mama boy. Mama yeah, you got to yeah. leave, baby. You got to leave right and so she left and then they went to counseling and got it back together because she I was went like, by oh, herself God. first and got help because she needed right. yeah she sure did not break them up i'm gonna be heartbroken oh, oh never they- i can oh. tell you they will never break up no never right. are they really hold on now keisha hold on now hold on now keisha so that is that our little secret is that our little secret 
What, that they'll never break up? No, 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 no. What her and Quan did. That's our little secret. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I just report the news. I don't I don't know what. <laughs> okay. That's our little secret thing. That's our little secret. Y'all hear y'all heard what Keisha said. Mo, Mo and Boss will never break up. Okay, yeah. I don't I don't want them to. So guys, being so messy. <laughs> she okay. You guys, we are going over a bunch of stuff because we are actually at time and you know we like to stick to an hour. Um, And I mean, Keisha has dropped so many jewels on us that it's been hard for us to just go straight, straight to the book. So please forgive us. But this, I mean, you know, we got the gist of the story, but it was... um, I can't wait to finish reading. Thank you so much. With Cam and uh, with Gray and Guns, she ends up leaving him and yes. he his freaking mind and puts his hands on her. But the reason that, oh, she got him good. I'm so happy you wrote this so good. But she went and got married on that. Baby. He found somebody finally put a ring on it. If you're going to hit him, you got to hit him hard. And you got to get him good. Okay. Look she, look, she reached down to his pants and grabbed his nuts. Exactly. <laughs> And put them in a vice. Her and yeah, her, yeah, like Cat Williams and, and, and that, uh, that Friday, the Christmas, the, the, the uh, Friday movie, she had them in a vice. Cat Williams. And got married, baby. And her Ashley Stewart blazer. And <laughs> she came home and told Guns and he flipped the fuck out. And Niggas can't handle it when you when you serve Was it something on with Tia? Is Tia's baby really his? Or was it something going on with Tia? Yeah, no, you said um Cam and Guns. I mean um Cam and Gray. Nah, she she ain't she ain't read Cam and Gray. Oh, it's in there. Girl. It's in there. Yeah, you got to read that series. Yes, honey. Yes, yes. You got to read that. So, Miss Keisha, what is next? Hold on. Wait before she asks what's next. Now, you know my Audible heads want to know, Keisha. Where is is Dream 2 on Audible? I thought she was narrating India. Of course, this is pre, you know, this was pre-everything. Actually. Pre the reset. I'm working on it right now. Are you narrating it? I'm narrating it. Shut the front door and go out the side. You doing? Yes, ma'am. She's gonna narrate dreams too. I'm so excited. Y'all, we did all all the the jewels dropped in here tonight. Yes, y'all, y'all heard it first. I'm gonna bring all the voices and all of that stuff. It's gonna be an experience. So yes, I'm working Mm. on that right now. I've been hearing y'all. Trust me. Thank you. Thank you. And Dream Three is coming too, right? Wink, wink, hint, hint. It's coming, but I don't know when, but it's coming. <laughs> Actually, what now, I can tell you all today is this is, I haven't, Aoki is up next. Ooh, finally, yes. My man is coming home. I don't know if I'm He's ready. coming home from jail. And I, I like the name the Press. I want to the, the name Press there. was really cool. I like that. Thank name. you so much. Yeah, Ioki and Makaya are up next. They gonna share a little story, but yeah, okay. they're up next. Okay. Yes, you all will get Dream Three. Um, in total, I think I'm going to four with that one, and okay. I'm gonna get China's last book, and all of the kids will have their own story. Uh-huh. Yes, 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 and it's gonna be on your platform, right? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. 
Okay, yeah, okay. Most All right, Aoki and Makai, because Makai, I, I read her, ex, I got, girl, I'm gonna post it, I'm gonna post it on the page, I'm gonna post it on the page. So as I hang up, her little excerpt that she set out for Aoki and, and Michi. Makai. Oh my God. Yeah. would you post so the order that we so should good. read stuff, that everybody should read stuff in so we get it together, we get it right? <laughs> Yes, that's hey, Keisha, that's I right. want to tell you, um, like in the chat, you are getting so much love. Um, oh, thank you, guys. So as we've been going, I've been reading it, and just people are glad that you are back. They're glad that you're um, on the podcast, that you are thank doing you. well, and they're and like they can't believe the way that you're just authentically sharing with us. So mm-hmm. you're getting so much love. Um, thank you. I they, can't wait to go back and read everything. And I just want to say want thank more. you guys for all of your continued support of my books for 20 years that's a long time to keep people entertained and you all truly are the reason why I do what I do I had to take some time off just for myself I needed that break but when I come back trust is going to be better than ever and I got some really good juicy stories and promos and everything for you guys I actually have my first author that I've signed Neek um yes I read her book I yes, read her yes we're working on her first novel under color me pink and when I tell y'all she coming with some heat we have been working on this book now for about a year I've been mentoring her it's it's gonna be her best work ever um literally two days ago a film that I'm in called The Blood Brothers was released on Tubi. So go and check that out. It's a thriller, you guys. It's a thriller. <laughs> so go and check out on Tubi, The Blood Brothers. Also on Tubi and Peacock, you can go and check out my film, Paper Heart. And follow me yes. on my YouTube channel, Color Me Pink, where I drop videos every day, reviews on all of your favorite reality shows, and I discuss all of the juicy celebrity gossip. And, and you- she also do fashion. Hold on now, Keisha. You forgetting the fashion piece, baby, because baby, you be serving us with the look. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Now, who is your makeup artist? Because I be seeing, because you be coming with the face. You do your makeup? Keisha do her own face. Keisha do her and own everything. She narrating her own books, baby. St. Louis don't play. You can't well, Wait them. a minute. Let me tell you. So this is your theme music. I'm every woman. <laughs> It's all in me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do everything. Home decor, I do my own hair, I do everything. Yes. Yeah, because your kitchen is fire. I saw that thank the other you. day. I was like, goodness, did you just get that redone? Thank you. But thank Keisha, you, you didn't listen to me about your decor. Where's my papa green at behind you? I said put a papa green in that vase. Uh, which I one? Said, this one. I think I think it was then I said put some green flowers in there to break up the the gold, the black, and the white. You gotta see the whole uh, thing. It's some uh, green over there. I <laughs> green over there. Okay. okay. Advice. But we nah, Keisha, you, you know, know Keisha let me in her life when she be posting. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's all in there. But we want you to know that we appreciate you for being on tonight. Thank uh, you. It was really special. It was really, really nice. Right, coming right off our two-year anniversary celebration. Congratulations, ladies! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That he and will continue to. And just for the people in the group and on Instagram, next week is about to get real nasty. And when I say nasty, I mean nasty. Like it don't get no nastier than this. So y'all get ready for me, and I'm gonna be cussing just for next week. But then I'm going back to no more cussing. But I'm gonna, tra- I'm gonna translate this shit for y'all. 
Like, want to translate it when I say nasty, I mean like filthy. Okay, we are going to be talking about In the Grave by BB Reed, y'all. Baby, I don't think I've ever read a book like this, so that's what we're talking about next week. So, y'all, just pray. I'm gonna be cussing too. I'm putting on some glasses next week, some shades because the stuff I'm gonna be saying, <laughs> no, I'm gonna have to hide my eyes. But yes, we want to thank Keisha Irvin for joining us tonight. And we will see you guys next week. We thank love you. y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you so much, Keisha, for being here thank tonight. Thank you. Have me back anytime. Thank okay. you. Oh, girl, you coming back, Dream 3. Go ahead and put it on the calendar. <laughs> okay. Look, Corey, we're not waiting for Dream 3. We talking to her before that. Yes. Okay. Well, bye, y'all. Thank you. Have bye. a good night, everybody. Black Girl Love Book you, Club Keisha. Podcast. The Black bye. Girl Book Club Podcast. Hey. Bye, y'all. Have a good night, ladies. Bye.